welcome. We are here for Ashley's Heart Song. This is the place where you get out of the stress and back to your body, your life, your business. This is when we come from the song of our heart. What is your heart singing? What is the mantra day in and day out? What is your heart calling you to do in your life? With our special guest today, Ashley Laskar, we are going to be speaking to this rhythm, this beat. Um, when you hear Ashley speak and when you um, hear our conversation, you're going to understand what I am saying because this girl, she comes from her heart. She is all present, all there, and 100% inspired by a power greater than herself. So if you will help me welcome Ashley Lascor. Um, I did not read like your bio, but she owns Silver Linings, y'all. And this is a beautiful company um, that I'm going to have her share on that. And several other little nuances to Ashley that I want to be sure that you know about before I bring her up to the stage point. Um, she is a daughter of the king, a wife and a mother. Those are her most important roles. Family is a huge part of who she is and her why. Ashley's inspiration is from her grandmother, her nanny. I, she woke up every day hoping to continue the legacy that her grandmother set before her to follow Jesus in every way, raising her family, taking care of those around her, doing it all with grace and a little more love and a whole lot of laughter, which when you meet Ashley, you will know what I mean. <laughs> she is a lot of laughter. Um, she is an entrepreneur and so grateful for that. She's proud of her business, where it is headed and believes it is such a blessing and she that she loves to do what she does every single day. She's active in her community. She believes in the power of neighborhood and networking. She is a proud to be a part of the Alzheimer's Association, dementia-friendly Denton County, Kiwanis International, and the Sanger Chamber of Commerce. And she has started her own networking group as well. She's a leader for moms in prayer over her children's school. And those are just a few of her favorite things. When I saw that written down, it reminded me of um, that wonderful sound of music. These are a few of my favorite yeah, things. I love it. <laughs> I sing it. One of your favorite movies. <laughs> well, Ashley, to get started, I would love to know more about you and Nanny's place in your life and where that inspiration to start your own business came from. Oh, okay. So a loaded question. Nanny's a sore subject, and I'll try really hard not to get teary-eyed, but um she truly was just my person. I was, um, I'm raised by my dad and she is my dad's mom. So she played a huge role in just that um, female influence in my life. And she's the one that I can always remember that took us to church and fed us and took care of all the things. Um, and so it was, um, her part of my story is really when I decided to go into um, home care and jump in and open my own business. At that very same time, my grandmother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And so 
it um, really just became hand in hand as I was building my business. Um, I was also on the side of the family and being the caregiver, my dad and my uncles, they put me in as the manager, that's what they called me. And um, they made a great team. They didn't know what to do or where to turn. And so they said, Ashley, you figure it out. Number one, I was in the industry. So I had all the connections, uh, but I was also the female caregiver role. And the one that my nanny and I just had a really special bond. So when it came to the um, personal side of accepting a diagnosis and walking down that journey, um, I became her constant, which was really incredible because as a young girl being raised by my dad, she was my constant. So it was incredible. It was an incredible blessing to um, play that role. And it truly helped me mold my business plans into um, something unique and a way that I could truly give back to the struggles that we found. Um, that's what I get to do now every day. And so it's so much, it's just like such a blessing. And I feel like I can help families in a different way because I've been there, maybe not their exact circumstances, but the feelings that come with everything that goes into the difficult part of my business. So, so was your business Silver Linings already established and this happened to your grandmother and then it tweaked your business or this is what launched your business? So it, it didn't, I was already in the industry. Mm -hmm. I, um, the timing just was very parallel. Um, I had started the process of silver lining, the very basic parts, establishing the LLC, you know, figuring out what I was going to have to do to apply for the license and just all the, the foundational parts. Um, and then we found out my nanny had Alzheimer's and it just shifted the game completely. Mm -hmm. um, she was my first client and um, I don't know if I often say this, so I think I probably said this at win-win, but she also was the first one to fire us. So it was, um, she truly helped me in those um very imperative years when I had to make the choice of how I was going to be. Uh, was I going to be a franchise and kind of bound to certain, um, cert, you know, certain levels, or was I just going to jump out and decide to do it out on my own? And um, so that's what I did. And she gave me a lot of encouragement along the way. Um, and then you know, uh, now she's left a legacy and it's really incredible that, you know, I get to kind of come up behind her and continue on caring for people because that's what she loved to do. And um, so, yeah, it's a whole lot of fun. How beautiful, Ashley. What a beautiful legacy. Yeah. 
so much. And you get to live it. You're living it. Yeah. Pinch me. Yeah. The inspiration behind that, the drive, right? That's it's just like a driver for you to hop in that car every day and keep going forward. Wow. Absolutely. And on the hard days, um, you know, I remember the things that she said. Like she always one of her famous quotes. Um, well, there's two that I will share. The first one is God is so slow to be right on time. So, you know, in those moments when I'm like, uh, I can't like, oh, are we doing this? Is this ever going to enlighten? It's like, yes, yes. The light, the load will be lightened in God's time and it'll be perfect. And we'll be like, oh, thank you, Jesus. You're always right on time. Right. Um, so that gets me through so many. And then the others are, she always told us that, you know, you could have your pity party, get upset have your feelings, get down on the ground, kick and scream, do what, do what you need to do. Um, but get up and dust yourself off and then you don't go back there. And so, um, just kind of learning the balance of that and being able to find that grace in those moments. And she was so, she was such a big part of my life that that's where I can still stem from those things, you know, so and pass them along. Such wisdom. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Is right. So slow to be on time. <laughs> so, I love it. I love it. <laughs> One of my favorites. I say it all the time. I'm like, all right, come on, Ashley. We can do this. <laughs> we can wait on them. <laughs> wow. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. So silver linings is a, can you just kind of describe what silver linings is real quick for the audience? Yeah, it's just, um, we are a home care agency and we go in homes to the mostly elderly, but really anybody that needs that extra hand for activities of daily living. So whatever their normal routine is or whatever part of that day that is becoming challenging, um, we come in and we provide the assistance for that. So that may just be companionship, um, safety checking, those types of scenarios, but we also help with transfers and bathing and hygiene, cooking, cleaning. Um, I mean, you name it, if you do it in a day, we'll come help you with it. So, um, and that's the fun part of the job. We get to get very um, unique mm -hmm. and every person is different so every case is different so every day is different and so it, it's a whole lot of fun that is neat so are you yeah. regional or do you have this set up to where in other areas how does it work it's Denton County mostly and surrounding areas I love the small towns um so I capture all the Sanger Pilot Point Valley View you know all the Justin all of them you know I just love them um <laughs> And then my license is for the Metroplex. So if we get a referral, you know, Dallas, Fort Worth area, we can still take that on. It just sometimes depends on the timing and how uh, really the urgency of how quickly the scheduling needs to happen um, because we are often hiring for specific cases. Um, and if we have time to allow to do that, we can if they need an immediate start and we can't take that that's the power of the network 
and the neighborhood and knowing other people that can, you know, quickly grab them and take them on. So it takes, it takes all of us to keep everybody where they need to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So you just spoke to that power of networking and power of the neighborhood. Yeah. So you are a networking queen, I think. I mean, you just really know how to do it. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. It's people. I I just, I'm a talker. I mean, you know, go figure if you haven't noticed by now. I don't. (laughs) And um, I love talking to people. And so, um, and small business can be very lonely. Um, You know, especially especially my small business, because all of my employees are in someone else's home somewhere else, you know, so it's not like we have this little shop where we're in together every day seeing each other. We sometimes go months without actually seeing each other. And so, um, and the cross, it's just crazy. So anytime I can be in a room with other people, I'm all about it. And um, one of So I was, um, I worked for Visiting Angels before one part of my story. Mm -hmm. And um, I was just going to go in there and clean up some files. That's really all that I was hired to do. My boss at the time, her name was Shanika. She was incredible. She taught me so much about what I do every day. She's truly a mentor in my life. And um, she just came in the office one day and um, said, do you want to go networking? You want to do some marketing? I said, what is that? Like what? And so she sent me to a breakfast, you know, and she said, you'll have to stand up and you'll say these things and it'll be fine. And that's really, truly how I started my marketing career. And I look at it that way. You know, I don't, I don't put pressure on it. We're all people. Sometimes I walk into a room and I'm terrified and I let imposter syndrome and all the other things that we talked about um get in the way but really uh, most days I just walk in there and I'm like hey I'm gonna go hang out with some other people and it makes work not feel like work it's fun you normally get fed and any time that they feed you I think is a plus and there's normally coffee which is truly a way to my heart so I'm like let's do this and Maybe you'll do some business along the way. So I love it. I love it. That's awesome. So how many hours a week do you go to networking events to talk with people? So there's a lot of other small business owners here to help get their work. So much. Do you? I mean, truly, when I look at my schedule, I would say that between a quarter and half of my schedule is networking in some form of fashion, whether it's a group or a follow-up meeting, um, anything and everything I can be a part of, I normally say yes to, which is something I've had to learn the hard way to set boundaries and such, you know, you can't take on the whole entire world. It's just, Mm -hmm. just not, it just doesn't work out. So, um, but yeah, I mean, if I can manage it, then by all means, I'm there and it's fun. It's fun to me. Awesome. I love that. Yes. I can. And I can see where it is just such a fit for you, your personality type just probably just 
loves it. And like you said, as small business owners, we are by ourselves the majority of the time. So it's so important to get that nourishment from others. I get absolutely right. Right. And I just want to remind the others that are out there is I do love it. And today I'm having a great day and I'm like, woohoo, go out and network. But again, I talked about the hard days. It, it doesn't come easy. And no matter how many times you do it, you, there are days when you go to walk in that door and you skim the room and you're like looking for a seat and you're sweating and you just think, oh, well, I'll duck out, you know? Um, no, go in. And how I've overcome that is I make sure that before I leave, I meet three new people, no matter what, even if it's a quick, hi, hello, I'm Ashley, what's your name? Doesn't even have to be a full on conversation, but I've met three new people, then I can leave. And if you ever see me at a networking group in my car beforehand, talking to myself, that's probably what I'm saying. Like, hey, Ashley, you're gonna do this. You're gonna go in, you're gonna meet three people then you can go home. <laughs> I love this. I love it. You are so real. <laughs> because oh, I don't know how it. else to be. Right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We spend time in that car and it is talking ourselves up. I can walk yes, in. Yes, for sure. Uh, yep. Yeah. I'm worthy of being can here. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So let's talk about you being a small business owner and also balancing life and family because you love, love, love your family. High priority for you to be there as a mom and as a wife. Very much. How do you balance that? Because operating a business like Silver Lining Solutions, I would imagine it, it it's from sunup to sundown and probably beyond that. Yes. And um I would say a lot of hard lessons in learning to set boundaries and um, God has a way of humbling you for sure. And so uh, just, I've listened to him over the years, drive it home that I am a wife first and then I'm a mother and then my business comes. And that's truly the way that my boundaries are set. In the first few years of building a business, of course, there had to be some grace, you know, their, their sacrifice in building something like that. Um, and God bless my family for, oh goodness, even my, I mean, my kids, they learned that my phone was constantly in my face. Mm -hmm. um, it was insane for a little while, but learning not to stay focused in that. And I had to let go and let some people help, mm -hmm. uh, which was hard. And I had to learn to grow a team. And then when you hire a team, you also have to trust them and delegate tasks to them. You know, that's, that's a big thing for somebody that's held on to everything for so long. Um, so there was a lot of that, a lot of just release and learning that no, they can do it. And that gave me the time with my family. And then the more time that I had with my family, you know, I mean, it's contagious. You just want more and more. And I learned to say, no, I will not be there because I'm going to go to the soccer game. Or sometimes you don't even have to explain yourself. You know? um, no, I can't make it to that. Uh, during the school year, 
my mom's in prayer group is so important to me. That takes almost half of my Monday. I've had to say no to a lot of commitments um, that could have prospered my business, but trusting that God, if I do things God's way, then he will bless it. And if I miss an opportunity because I was being obedient to him, then what he'll provide in return of that obedience is far more than I can fathom. So truly just surrendering that to God and asking him to help me keep my priorities in line. Again, I'm not perfect. I screw up all the time. I've got a wonderful husband that knows how to gracefully say like, uh, hey, you're gonna take a step back. And he's a small business owner too. So, you know, sometimes I have to do the same thing for him. My daughter's 13, so she'll call us out. I mean, just for the fun of it, you know, at this point. So, um, and then my son too, just kind of remembering that they are growing so fast. Um, and the other biggest point is learning that this business is a blessing that God gave me. And I, in that have some power to be flexible. And so I can make it to the important stuff, but then on the business side, sometimes I have to say to my kids, Hey, listen, I've made it to everything I can do, but it's just not feasible today to, to make it to this. You know, today, silver lining has to be the priority over, you know, whatever it may be. So uh, just, it's a balance. It's such a balance. And you can't do it without a whole lot of prayer. <laughs> There's a lot of prayer that goes into it. Uh, Lord, help me through this day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also yeah. communication. I noticed it's very open communication, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Very much so. So this month um, on Ashley's Heart Song, we're talking about simplifying your life and something that you just mentioned a second ago about um, how trusting, right? That if I do as I am su supposed to do, intended to do, created to do, right? To serve in this way, that by doing that and being obedient to it, then it's going to come back around. What the opportunity that was missed is going to just come in again the way that it's supposed to. It is just the right timing, right? It's that trust factor. Yeah. And I think part of simplifying our life is really about that space right there. It's about yeah. not gripping for every opportunity, but really just, okay, let's open the door and what's flowing in today. Let me honor today, honor the opportunities of today where I'm supposed to be, according to the song of my heart, if I'm to be peace and I go to God for that nourishment of peace, and then I'm supposed to send it out to the world, then I need to honor that in my day and be peace, show up as peace, get nourished by that so I can nourish others. And then if yeah. an opportunity comes in and that would squeeze and choke the life out of it, then, oh, wait a minute that didn't provide peace like I thought it would. So I need to let it go. Like you said, surrender it. Yes. And then mm -hmm. that opportunity when it's the right time is going to just whoop, come right in the door again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I love that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's that I think would probably be the biggest key to people simplifying their life is, you know, sure, we want to clean out closets, we want to clean out, you know, all the yeah. junk on our desks, so our mind is clear with clarity. However, if the way if we just operated our lives with that trust and that faith, 
that just surrender. Yeah. Simplification. Surrender. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. How fun. I love that. So you have a, a favorite hymn. And when I was asking on the um, application questions, one of the things that I asked you was what was something yeah. you could share, a story you could share that would really inspire the audience and, and give them something to take away. And you mentioned yeah. a hymn. And this is one of my favorite hymns too. I just love this. Love this, it. Is yeah. this is my song. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. So tell uh -huh. us a little bit about that. You said the most important thing you could do was show up for your story. The story. That yeah. I'm, I'm really learning that um, as I get older, you know, we all have a story, God. And one of my favorite things um, is that God uses like just ordinary people throughout all, you know, all throughout the Bible. That's what you read about these just ordinary people with problems and God has to work on them and long suffering to get them to where they go, you know, and he's got great plans for them and they do these great and mighty things for him. And, um, but they're just ordinary people. And I think often we can, and especially I think as women, um, just going through, I'm, I'm almost 40, I'll be 40 in November. And so, you know, I've gone through just so many things in my twenties and my thirties. And as a woman, we so often just want to downgrade and, and maybe not as a woman, maybe this is just my personal story. I've spent a lot of time downgrading a lot of the things that I've gone through and, um, um, not that I'm saying I need to make a big deal out and be whiny or, you know, but I've overcome some really incredible things in my life and I'm in a really cool spot in my life. And there's this, um, healthy balance between being humble and having a sense of respectful pride you know, not a worldly pride, but a pride, a, a sense of pride in, hey, I've, I've done this, God's helped me through this, and look at where, look at where I've been, and look at the things I've done, I, I do not have a college degree, I really did not have a plan to even go into business, it stemmed out of a discussion over a football game, like, I mean, it just, we just, I just jumped and it's here I am seven years later. And some days I wake up and I think, golly, how in the world did I get here? And, um, and one of my most difficult times in life was trying to have babies. Um, BJ and I struggled a lot. We had three miscarriages and, um, years. I'm an older sister. I watched all of my younger sisters have babies before me, um, lots of just trauma that's in that and um I've spent a lot of time just holding that in instead of really sharing it but it's molded me into it, it's you know I was raised in church I had a relationship with Jesus but when you have to have faith and you have to rely on him and there's no one else that can help you um that's where this beautiful relationship comes and um all of those little things along the way are part of my story 
And while I was struggling to have babies, I go to a very small church. My uncle is my pastor. He's an old fashioned pastor. I love him so much. We sing the old hymns. We don't sing the new songs. We have an old hymn book. We sing them. And that song in that time was just um, a lifeline for me that it is my story. And um, I have this blessed hope, this blessed assurance that he would provide everything that I need. And so um, as I've grown, I do want to write a book. That's one of my um, kind of goals in life to share my story because there's someone out there that's struggling or maybe not struggling, but just holding back some of the things that they could be receiving if they would just embrace their story, you know, like, I mean, we try, there's, we try to just cover up so many things and it's like, ah, share your story. God's been telling me that so much. And so when you asked me that question, I was like, I don't know. That's the first thing that popped in my mind was that song. I'm like, how do you, how do I dwindle it down? <laughs> you know? And how beautiful what you just shared, the words that you just spoke just a moment ago about people, so many people are trying to hide part of their story and just, you know, show this best part or whatever, but it's like, no, the full story is what makes beautiful you <laughs> share the full story, all the crad, all the hoopla, yeah. all the nut puddle, all the, yeah. Yes. Share it all. And be genuine in, in this world where we are so focused on social media and the perfect picture and the likes and the this and the shares that it's so overwhelming. And so just to be real enough with yourself, you know, if that's the only place that you have is just controlling your story, I think there's so much power in that. Oh, yeah. That's empowerment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> That's beautiful. Wow, Ashley. <laughs> you have me crying over here, I which love- isn't hard to do. I'm always a crybaby. <laughs> no. I can't help it. Like, Lord, help me. Yeah, our heart just leaks, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Our heart leaks sometimes, and especially when our story has been so. We've had to experience a story that was terrifying at some places. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you found yeah. your way through it. You know, it's not about really, I got to get out of this. It's about, oh, no, let's find our way through it. So we get to the yes. other side and we're stronger, we're more empowered, we're more confident, but we also are just so um, connected and embraced, you know? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. What a beautiful story. Yeah. I love those old hymns. I do. Oh, me too. Oh, me too. And I so love our church that we go to right now. We're going to a cowboy church and there are some great hymns. They will come out with some old hymns and then cowboy hymns. And I mean, it's just goes all over the place. Right. So it's really cool. I was raised church Christ, and, you know, there are just, it's the old hymn book, right? So when I'm out of right. my walk in the morning, I will sometimes break out with how great thou art. Or oh yeah. <laughs> or oh. yes. <laughs> but I had not uh-huh. been busting out with my story. This is my song. So I think I'm gonna have to add that one. 
<laughs> yes, do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alan Jackson has a really good version of it, believe it or not. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Hey, okay, I will have oh. to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Wow, how beautiful. Near Still Nearer is one that somebody mm. from the audience just put up. Yeah, that's a beautiful one too. And what about the deer that comes to the water? What is that called? What's that song? Uh, um, um, we sing just the, as the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, that's one of my very favorites. Mm-hmm. So, and I can remember, my, my uncle's been my pastor my whole life almost. And, um, he stepped into the ministry right after I was born. And so we've always gone to his church and he's had some larger churches and some smaller churches, but, um, that as the deer, I remember that as a very, very small child, just seeing that my nanny, we would always sit next to my nanny in the pew and we'd normally be, you know, drawing or something different, but, um, you know, hearing those hymns that just brings back sweet, precious memories. Oh, love it memories yes 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 and the first one Mm -hmm. the first song on our hymn book was the doxology and now I can't even remember the humming of the words of the doxology but I remember that word and I was always curious about it doxology and then this song followed it it was I just never thought the words fit the song because I didn't understand doxology (laughs) I guess right right love it oh me too me too oh you made my heart um Sing. Thank you for bringing yeah, in. We all will be today. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, Ashley, is there anything else that you wanted to share that we hadn't talked about? I don't really, not really. My one of the things that I do remember writing down is uh, my little motto that I live by, and that's dream big pig. Um, so I love pigs. I collect them have since I don't know elementary school I think and um my daughter when she was growing up there was a I think it's Christy Yamaguchi the ice skater she has a book of a pig that wants to be this famous uh, ballerina I think is what she ends up wanting to be and throughout the whole book the ballerina's name is poppy I think I don't even remember but one of her friends name is Emma and that's my daughter's name is Emma so Emma always thought that was a big deal we bought that book when Emma had first kind of learned how to spell her name and read it and so we would read it all the time so that she could point out her name but in there Poppy's like trying out all of these things that she wants to be and they don't work out and then she ends up being something fantastic whatever she needs to be um But they all would say, dream big, pig. That was like the catch line as you would flip the page. And I have held on to that since then. I love it so much. And that's really how I live my life. I I dream it. Sometimes I don't have a clear vision. I jump in and you figure it out along the way. I don't know. And if you fail, you learn a lesson. Um, I am learning to go to God and, you know, maybe clear it from him first before you jump right in. (laughs) That would save you a little bit of trouble, but um, just, yeah. I think what I really want to share with people is that don't, don't hold back. Don't think that you have to wait until Monday or I can't do this because of that or, um, you know, anything, you know, we, you can do it. Yeah. If I can do it, you can do it. So, and if you need a reminder, give me your number. 
I can't um, promise to answer all of the texts, but I will at least send reminders that say you can do it. I promise. <laughs> I'll encourage. That's right. Dream big pig. That is so cute. <laughs> I love it. I'll probably make Emma read that book tonight. Oh, fun. <laughs> yeah, I think we might do that. It's been a little while. I'm rusty. I don't remember. I don't remember what all happened. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, the books that we read to our children are very special. Oh, so special. So much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ashley, thank you for being my guest on today's Ashley's Heart Song. I'm just so grateful for you and to have doing life with you. It's just so fun. You bring life. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It really was my pleasure and so exciting. I've been so excited about this since you invited me on here. So it's been my honor. And um, yeah, I am truly grateful God reconnected us because uh, yeah. Oh, and meeting all of these lovely ladies and it's just it's really cool really cool so oh thank you thank you thank you and don't go anywhere we are about to break away and um, have some live audience time so thank you so much for watching this episode of Ashley's Heart Song we will be back next Monday 3 p.m central time and you can always subscribe to the YouTube channel Ashley's Heart Song where you can get catch up on past episodes. You can also watch me on the winwinwomen.tv network as well. All right, much love and a big old hug. We will see you next time.